Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 153 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila, and today we're here to talk about what to do when you mess up. Yeah, now this is going to be all theoretical because naturally we never mess up. Well, actually, I was going to say that you're an expert at this. At messing up? Yeah, no, at what do. to do when you mess up. Because I look so around and I see people that mess up all the time, um, and I have lots of words of wisdom for them. Okay, you're constantly- Never experienced it myself. Okay, just you're an expert at critiquing people and giving them advice on what to do and mess up, not actually from experience. That that's right. Okay, I mean, I made that up, but if it were true, that would be great. <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, yes, out of the um, way. Let's get serious. You are. Let's we'll just start off with some basic facts and stuff, right? Um, if you are in the, the customization business, you're going to mess up. If you're in business, you're going to mess up. Um, if you're human, you've already, if you're listening you're to this, up. you've messed up like a million times in your life, yeah. right? <laughs> you've missed answered on, answers on quizzes. You forgot the anniversary. You made reservations for the wrong time. You forgot to show up for a meeting, whatever it is, you're going to make mistakes and how you handle mistakes, I would say is a critical to how successful your business is going to be. Would you agree? Absolutely. And and just so you don't feel alone, I mean, some of the some of the brands that have made big mistakes in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard of the Apple Newton? Oh, okay. No, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay. Uh, naturally, because yes, it was okay. a huge mistake. <laughs> um, New, New Coke is a classic, huge mistake from a company that makes the right decisions for a living for a hundred years. Yeah, clear Pepsi? Clear Pepsi, terrible, (laughs) terrible mistake. They Um, they improved Pepsi by removing an ingredient to color it. Removing the color. Um, Uh, Car brands are always, I mean, there's constant, there's manufacturing mistakes in cars. There are recalls on the best, the best built cars in the world have recalls. Yeah, didn't Volkswagen, um, I think like literally lie on their gas mileage? That is a great example of how not to um, <laughs> handle your mistakes. Yeah, but they're still here. That Volkswagen are. is still worth a lot of money if you have a used one. Um, yeah. But the, the, the point is, is that um, it's easy to talk about big brands making mistakes because people do think that big brands can be a little bit, um, I don't know if infallible is the word, you know, but, but it's easy for, it's, it seems like it's easy for them to absorb the blow. They're so large, right? Well, like a giant wrestler getting punched, you know, uh, it's all, but it's all, but it's also like the, um, you know, like we've talked about before with, um, you know, with brands and your company image and, and, and how you treat your customers in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, u- I'll use my mailbox analogy. Okay. Right. So you're, uh, you're, you're on a regular suburban street. You're, you've been fighting with your neighbor for five years about something ridiculous, <laughs> like a hedge or a yappy dog or something. Yep. And they back over your mailbox by accident. 
Okay, the police are called. There's a SWAT team. You're suing mm -hmm. them. It's a terrible thing. I heard about that on the next door app, actually. <laughs> Neighbor on the other side, you have barbecues on the weekends. Your kids are friends. They're great. They back over your your mailbox. It was a simple mistake. Just help me put it back. Yep. Right. And and your business is going to operate the same way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because um, Coldesi has made some mistakes in the past. You know, we'll make we'll make errors in shipping or maybe in placing an order or something like that. And uh, if we've done a good job with you to that point, you're all great about it. You're very understanding. You know, um, if we hadn't made quite that high quality impression, then you know, you end up going to social media and complaining and, and like all kinds of bad things happen. So, you know, part of this, and maybe I'm jumping the gun, but when you when you set yourself up for what you're what to do when you make a mistake, part of that is just being a good business person with good customer service and treating people great first. Yeah, and, and this I think this this episode of the podcast here is is um, it's geared towards talking about your business making a mistake, but probably the listen, the person listening to this is either um, directly related in taking care of that mistake or, um, or is going to instruct directly instruct the person who's taking yeah. care of the mistake, right? That's, that's probably most likely the person listening here. And when you get to um, your business becoming larger, the larger it gets, the more orders you do, you know, um, the amount of mistakes increase ever so often and then and hopefully you've built your business in a way to absorb those mistakes and fix them and and have representatives to help out and things like that so um this is kind of a ground zero plan but it really works all the way up to you can scale to any size and this is how yeah. you can you can handle mistakes <clears throat> And you're ahead of the game already because you're you're going to listen to this entire podcast mm -hmm. and maybe take notes if you're not driving in your car. I mean, it's one of the things that um, Tony Robbins has talked about throughout his, uh, you know, in his uh, business advice books and, and that part of his seminar world is, you know, when you're, is being prepared with the unfortunate things that will 100% happen to you. Mm -hmm. will will change the outcome that everything on everything that does. Yeah. So just just listening to the podcast and, and getting ahead of what's going to happen if you haven't made a big mistake yet, you will. And what are the steps that you need to, to take to be prepared for it? What do you do when it happens? Yeah. And, and I'd like to say that um, although uh, you might appreciate some of the thoughts and advice from us here at the Custom Apparel Startups podcast um, in doing research for this podcast, we actually looked at um, websites, etiquette websites, um, psychological research, you know, this list and, and this information that we have here has got some science behind it and it's got some expert opinion behind it too. So when we're doing this stuff, this is how, this is how you can handle things. You should handle things. And you should also look back and look inward and, uh, and see if you've not done some of this stuff and you've done it a little bit wrong and how you can do better. And, uh, and then the next thing you can do, this is, this is um, a little public, uh, public service to our uh, sales representatives, customer service representatives, and support folks at Coldesi. 
But as you're listening to this and you're thinking about what your customers might do or have done to you, uh, look inward and see if you're this type of person (laughs) and how, because the way that you treat your vendors, which us might be one, but many of others as well, um, uh, it should be the way you would want your customers to treat you, right? So kind of, I think this is a great full circle uh, circle of life type of a podcast that allows okay. folks to look inward and in how they act and how they treat their customers. And it really, I think that that's the best way ultimately to perfect making mistakes and fixing mistakes and where the relationships you build later after you've made a mistake is stronger than when you were perfect. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we jump into some of this? Yeah. I mean, honestly, you, you, the only reason that I wanted to do this podcast with you today, Mark, is because you referenced one of my favorite books in the universe in the first section. So please talk about that. Okay. Um, So uh, what to do, here are steps when you make a mistake. I love, I love steps personally and podcasts. I like things to go in an order. It just makes me feel good. Um, And I think of everything about steps and the first step when you make any sort of mistake in your business, no matter what it is, is don't panic. Okay. And uh, that's just like the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. If you're familiar with the book or any of the TV shows um, that they've done over the years with this story, um, the cover of this book in giant letters, as they describe many times throughout the book to make sure you remember it, it says, don't panic. Okay. And uh, one of the quotes from, uh, from the book is uh, the, the, a gentleman gets introduced to the book and he's kind of getting his impression on it. And he says, uh, I like the cover. It says, don't panic. It's the first helpful or intelligible thing that anybody said to me all day. Yeah. And um, don't panic is almost always good advice for anything at any point in time. Right. I mean, you hear about it with like, uh, if you go to baby uh, courses, you're going to have a baby. Like when, when, when the mother says it's time, don't panic, right? Gather your belongings, get in the car nicely, head to the hospital, you know, things like that. So don't panic is, is, is one of the best pieces of advice to start with. Agreed. Uh, why, why would you agree with that then? Maybe um, explain I want, cause I want you to kind of dive into why panic. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I gotta, gotta be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to panic a little bit anyway. Okay. And it's not really um, uh, panic, but it, it is that uh, realization and that you get the pit in your stomach that you just sent the wrong email or you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, remembered you packed the wrong shirt in the package for the wrong customer or that you forgot to order something. So it's not going to be here until a day after it needed to be delivered. You know, you're going to get that that feeling that um, that you made a huge mistake and that you'll never recover from it. And that's really that's really what the dope panic thing says. Like, I realize that you're going to get that punch in the gut, you know, mm-hmm. depending on the size of the mistake. Um, but it's the it's the idea that that's that's all you get. Like, you just recognize that that's what happened. OK, I messed up. I'm not going to panic. Here is, here is what, here's what happens next. Mm -hmm. And what, that's what I like about you guys listening to this and taking your, your notes and deciding in advance, because you've already got, maybe you've got that checklist that you developed, you know, okay, I have a, I have a customer, their order is going to be late. 
here are the three things that I need to do to make that okay. You know, it's going to be, and, and just having that, or I shipped the wrong shirt or I didn't order it, or um, I forgot to pay a vendor. You know, you've got this, this set of things that you do when this happens. So you'll know, okay, it's not, what do I do? It's okay. As soon as I get up in the morning and it's not 4 a.m., you know, I here are the things that I'm going to do to make that better. And, and that should, that should make the dope, that should hit the don't panic button. There you go. And, and, and the great part about these steps in this plan we're going to talk about is we're going to get to kind of that to the plan, to what to do. So finishing this list immediately helps you to not push that panic button. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one of the problems with panicking is you typically will make um, an emotional decision. You'll make an irrational, quick decision, and you'll do something uh, really fast right away without any particular thought. And you'll realize that you may have have doubled over your mistake. So you may have taken your mistake and made it worse or added an additional mistake to it. Um, And one of the things, one of the ways panicking, like you mentioned, Mark, is you kind of, you wake up in the middle of the night and you you remembered you forgot to do something or you did the wrong thing. Um, What are the chances that getting up at that point in time at 3 a.m. is going to be able to fix the problem? Zero. Probably zero. Now, maybe if you forgot to print an order that's due at 8 a.m. Right. There's a good chance it's going, anything that you do at 3 a.m. is going to make the problem worse unless it is to complete an order on time after all. Yeah. And, and also it's 3 a.m. You don't have good sleep. You've awoken in a panic. It's highly likely that you are going to make a mistake on that order because you're trying to fulfill something on three hours of sleep and maybe you went out to dinner the night before and, and you had over a bottle of wine and you're on three hours of sleep and now you're in the garage, you know, trying to run your printer and, and not a good case, not a good, it's not a good yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's, right? here's what, here's what happens um, when that has happened to me once a okay. month for the past 10 years. <laughs> um, I get up and I send three emails to my team. Hey, um, this happened. We have to do this. Hey, you know, this was a mistake. We need to correct this. And here's three things that you guys need to do right now. So um, the boss doesn't find out or customers don't get the wrong information or something like that. Um, that is at like 1.30. And then uh, by 6.30, when I actually wake up, I send one email that says, please ignore all the emails I sent last night. Yeah, I think I've gotten that email. You have, I know you have. <laughs> So, but um, it's just a classic event. It's really simple. We talked a lot about it, but just don't panic on, on these things. You really, you need, before you do anything, you must take a step back, rationalize everything, think through it a couple times, figure out what's going to happen next. Okay. And then go into action. So panicking is, is the worst thing you can do um, in, in almost any scenario where you've made a mistake. Um, So the next step, we've got is, um, is to be nice to yourself about it. Yeah. I I think, I think this is a good one because, um, it goes to the fact that you're going to figure some of this stuff out in advance that, you know, you're going to, you're going to make these mistakes and here's what you're going to do. will hopefully allow you to be a little kinder and more generous to your own performance. 
-hmm. Like you've already come to the grips, come to grips with the idea that at some point you're going to make a mistake. You're going to make a mistake that's going to impact your customers or maybe your business to a certain extent, but you're, you realize that now. So you can, you can be a little kind to yourself when you do, right? You're, you're not, you're not stupid. You know, um, you, you made a mistake and that's just what, that's just what people do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you start, if you, if you jump into this beating yourself up, you know, it's the opposite of, of every success book out there, right? All the success, all the books about success and financial success, business success, being happy. We've talked about a lot of these topics recently. Yeah. Being happy, being successful. We've talked about the think think and grow rich book, Anthony Robbins. They all say, um, the secret is being positive. Yeah. That's like the simplest of the base secrets is being positive. And if you start hitting with yourself, I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm fool. I'm, I can't believe how lazy I am. You know, just these negative words on yourself. Um, those are blows to your ego being delivered by, um, another version of your ego. And I'm not sure of the three versions right now, Mark, but one of them is (laughs) id ego and super ego. Yes. So your ego is attacking your super ego or one of these scenarios. Yeah, that's it. And it, and it will, it will, um, it will knock down your performance of being able to solve It'll the hurt. problem because you're saying that you're foolish. The only thing you're able to do is make foolish decisions. So in figuring out our plan, which is the next step, you are uh, likely to set your set yourself up to not make a good plan. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and you know, I, um, I put a link to, our podcast that we did, I think it was last year on the importance of reviews. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And we did a, a small section in there on how to handle negative reviews. And this kind of, this combination that you're, that we've done so far is going to help you respond to them um, better and more genuinely and without being guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we've got, maybe four or 5,000, four or five star reviews at Col- between Cold Essie and Coleman and Company. We're a great company and we do fantastic work. I, I mean, like, I've just got to say that, you know, if we, if we make a mistake, that's what I have to rely on when I, when I respond to a customer. Mm-hmm. You know, I can say, you know, hey, I, because I, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, we suck. You know, we never do anything right, you know, and I'm not going to get defensive. I'm going to say, listen, I'm really sorry that happened. You know, um, normally it doesn't, you know, look at all, all these reviews and, and look at our success rate so far. So obviously this is, this is a rare occurrence. You know, how can we work together to make this better? Yeah. And, and, and knowing that yourself, you know, and we could talk about the plan on apologizing and stuff soon, but knowing that yourself, that, um, you do try hard, you do care, you do want to get better, you're making plans for when you have a mistake, saying all these things and knowing these things to be true, um, actually uh, mean that you don't have to be mad at yourself. And and it's okay to be upset with yourself, especially if it's a big mistake, to a degree. Um, because that's just a natural emotion. Yeah, uh, you can't, um, you have to be careful on on treading, you know, um, I made a huge mistake. What am I going to do about it? How am I getting, that's maybe 
a good way of saying it first. I made a huge mistake. I should have never gotten into business. What did I think I was being able to do something like this? You start saying all of those things is much different than I made a huge mistake. What am I going to do about this? How am I going to solve this problem? Yeah. And, and knowing at least most of that in advance. Hey, yeah. um, Mark, I'm going to completely break the rhythm of this podcast. Oh gosh, what's happening right and, now? Uh, and I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do a commercial. Oh, all right. One thing, one thing that, that was not a big mistake in any way, as a matter of fact, it was a great idea, is that um, just last month, um, Coldessi started partnering with Epson America, and we're now selling the Epson uh, F2100 direct to garment printer. So uh, this is a big deal for us because mm-hmm. for the past, you know, since 1999, since we've been open, um, as long as DTG printers, direct to garment printers have been sold, we've been selling just the DTG digital brand. And we still are, we're extremely happy uh, with mm-hmm. that. Uh, but Epson has, has come out with a product that we just, we couldn't ignore anymore. Um, because it's um, it's super simple to use. It is uh, less expensive and uh, the print quality is great. So, you know, we, we get all, we've had all these customers that come in looking at, at the DTG G4 and it's a really high quality product. It's a premium product with some unique patented features like the, um, like the vacuum platen, the new Kodak inks, et cetera. But it's, but it's not the least expensive DTG printer on the market. So for people that don't quite have the budget for that, you know, we partnered with Epson. I think right now their uh, really high quality DTG printer is, is less than $14,500. That's a really low finance payment. Um, it is, I'm going to say it this way, it's but simple to use. Um, and it works on PC or Mac. So um, if you've looked at Coldessi before for director garment printers and just not been able to put the investment together, then uh, come back to us and take a look at the Epson on coldessi.com. I think you'll be happy with what you see. Well, thanks for that wonderful commercial, Mark. It was, you're, you're welcome. It, it, it fell right into place in a good stopping point. Um, I would say uh, I've looked at these printers. They are very cool. Um, to me, it's like uh, if a Lexus dealership um, opened up uh, a Toyota dealership right next door. That's really how I feel I like about that. it. That that Epson like that. is like a top of the line Camry. It's got it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's got a bunch of bells and whistles on it. It's really easy, really easy to drive per se. Yeah. Um, and the G4 is like that Lexus. Right. You know, um, it's it's not the cheapest car, but but you can get into a debate that it's the nicest, you know, yeah. um, type of thing. You so, get into um, it for a reason. You, you get, get into, into it, it for a reason for for multiple reasons. It's not just luxury, you know, uh, it depends on what you're doing with it. But anyways, um, thanks. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. If you're listening to this episode in uh, after the year 2025 in the archives, <laughs> Um, this is no longer probably true. That printer has now been replaced with a new printer that you can see on coldessi.com. The Epson, the Epson 3 million. The 3, the three million. <laughs> um, but, you heard uh, it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, well, thank But, uh, you know, thanks for that. Hopefully, uh, sure. everybody, um, uh, if you haven't seen all the array of products Coldessi uh, offers, definitely go to coldessi.com and check it out. And that Epson printer is very cool. Um, so back to you've decided to um, not panic. That's a decision, by the way, that doesn't yep. just not happen. 
you don't panic. It's a thing you do or do not do. Um, being nice to yourself is a second decision that you made. That's a decision as well, because you're going to want to kind of hit yourself in the gut and you're going to have to say, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to make another mistake later today. And I'm going to make another mistake tomorrow. And it's okay. There's no way I can live life without making mistakes. I'll be much happier realizing that, that, uh, that I'm not perfect, but I can strive to be that way. Okay. Uh, and then the next thing is you figure out your plan. I think you figure out your plan before you do take any action and figuring out a plan means uh, pencil, paper, mobile device, laptop with a notepad open and just start writing out some notes. What could you do? What would you do? Right? So, um, and this should be kind of uh, ways to solve the problem in different ways. So we can just, I think we'll go through just a couple quick examples of what a problem would be and maybe what some of the plans might be. Keep them short. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I think it's important to break it up to um, what the potential problem is and have a separate little mini plan for each one. You're yeah. going to react to each one differently. So um, it's good to have specific examples. Yes. And, and when you, um, it's a good idea to make a mistake. And if you've done something wrong to write down what you did and if it worked and how it worked, because honestly, every mistake is going to be different. So there's not one plan. What yeah. it is, is you, as you make more mistakes, you start realizing that um, they fall into categories and some of them are very, very similar. And you know how to solve that problem because you've solved it similarly before. And every customer is going to be different. So one customer might be perfectly fine with one solution. Another is going to be needed something different. So it's getting good at this because um, as your business gets larger, you know how many mistakes Amazon makes like a second, you know, like every Wait, second. They make mistakes? <laughs> every second. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially in, and folks who order a lot. No, you know, folks who really are like, at my, and, and we order a good amount here. My neighbor, um, they've been like hardcore Amazon for years, you know, what pre pre or pre like order. They were, they were early adopters. Yep. And he's like, they make mistakes all the time. He's like, but I get like eight packages a day and they, they were buying and selling and moving things. And, you know, so okay. well. but, but anyway, it, is, is, would this qualify as a mistake? If I get like a bottle of vitamins in a refrigerator box, it won't fit in my door. Is that, like the packaging issue, a mistake, because I want to talk to somebody about that. Uh, yeah, it's, I've, I've seen something like that happen. Um, so um, let's list some mistakes and just talk, kind of go into what you might yep. do, right? So you print the, long, the wrong logo on a shirt. Right. Or embroider it. You yeah. Spelled the, you spelled Coldesi wrong. Yep. You embroidered the wrong thing. You printed the wrong transfers. Um, the solution for this one might be quite simple. Um, you order new stuff and print new stuff and make new stuff, right? Hopefully, um, you've got enough time to do that um, without uh, upsetting the customer. If the cu if let's let's make this scenario where you do because you didn't overpromise what cushion built in. Um, you order new shirts, you print new stuff, you embroider new stuff, you deliver it to the customer on time. The only thing you lost was money, right? Customer is none the wiser. They're perfectly happy. They don't, they don't even have to know unless you want to tell them a funny anecdote of, Hey, I accidentally printed the wrong logo on 30 of your shirts, but I yeah. still got them done in time. You know, you want them? 
Um, do you want them? <laughs> do you want cold dollar piece with a no? Yeah. But then, but then what? It, but it's a completely different scenario if you deliver thirty okay. shirts with the wrong logo on it. Yep. So you deliver, they um, notice, right? And um, so what do you have to do? Uh, the plan there would be um, discuss with the customer, find out how quickly you can get them done. Maybe, um, you know, you're, you're contacting your apparel supplier, finding how quickly you can get the shirts. You're taking a look at your flow of work. Um, is there, an, what other order can I move around to fix this? Um, can I, is there somebody I can outsource to because I'm too busy with other jobs? You, you start considering, how am I going to fix this problem for this customer? So, so I, I think this is a good point to point out that, um, you know, this is, regardless of whether or not the customer is angry, which they may be. This is this is not a personal attack. This is this is a business situation. Mm-hmm. You should acknowledge the fact that that you made a mistake, and you should not get defensive well, about yeah. responding to the mistake. Like, oh well, I mean, you gave me the logo late, so I misspelled it, you know, or um, well, it's that dumb shirt you ordered. You know, I mean, I didn't want to do that anyway, so I got distracted. You know, whatever excuse you're going to make for yourself, you know, don't. Because all of a sudden, you acknowledge the mistake, and then you are immediately on your customer's side. Yes, and we're going to get, we'll get into contacting the customer deep cool. next. Um, but yes, this is a nice little aside of don'ts. Don't blame the customer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do your best to not blame them in, in, in any way, because that's not going to get, not going to make things better. Um, some other mistakes you might make, like you might order the wrong color shirt, right? You're supposed to order brown. You accidentally ordered tan. Um, or sizes. For, yeah, or sizes or something like that. Now for wrong color, um, the plan might be, well, what if I just try to call a customer and tell them I ordered the wrong color one and see if they're okay with that? Sure, I ordered I tan instead of brown. Um, it, I'm not, it, you don't have to keep them. I'll fix it for you. It's not going to make your order late. But um, it is summertime and tan's cooler than brown shirt. What do you think about that? And yeah. your customer might just say, okay. You know, so that's part of the not panicking is saying, well, maybe they'll be fine with tan. Good. I really some like people, that. So, some people might be, you know. So here's just, your, you know, um, so, so, so here's what your little flow chart of what you're going to do looks like. You know, it's ordered the wrong item. Mm-hmm. One option is to call the customer and ask them if they'll love that one instead you know, versus panicking and ordering a different shirt in right away. Let's, let's figure that out first. Yeah, exactly. Cause the panic is you wake up at 4am and you place an order for shirts. They get to you no faster than if you ordered them at 8am, no faster. Um, <laughs> however, you did not take the time to say, maybe the customer just won't care. And because there's, you might be a very, as the business owner, you might be very, very detail oriented and anal retentive and things like that about things. Your customer might be the most free spirited, chill person ever. Don't right. make the decision for them. You so so I think and the same yeah. thing with the sizes. By the way, you missed an extra large. But, well, but, call them up and ask because they might say, you know what? Those extra larges we just ordered some extras. It's it's yeah. fine. They were just those extras. Were, those extra larges were just extras. 
So you by the way, this is this is all guy. this is all great motivation to make um, some like the CBD oil business your niche. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, because you're going to call them. You're they're you're going to have. It's going to be a problem. They're just they're just not going to care. They're cool. They're cool. Yeah. Just you do business out out west and just do all those dispensaries and stuff like that. Are all super chill. They're not going to notice. Uh, now, um, you forgot to do your quarterly taxes with the state. That's a problem. Right? You call your CPA. Let them know. Send shoot an email to your attorney. Hey, I forgot to do it. Chances are you're not going to jail or getting your business shut down because you didn't <laughs> pay good chance your taxes you're not going to go to jail yeah. two, two, two days late right yeah. so you just call, you make the phone call oh what do I you know what I didn't send that check in like I told you I would you told me I didn't do it what do I do okay you're going to yeah. pay you send it in here um and see if you get a letter back that they find you maybe that's the answer they don't right or or send it in here you're also going to need to pay to pay this this fee and this yeah or file know. an extension or file or yeah I'll, you know what i'll just file the paperwork for you it'll cost you 100 bucks for me to file the paperwork no big deal right yeah. so that's what you need to find out um i forgot to pay my my taxes for the last decade that wasn't a mistake, wasn't a mistake. <laughs> i mean it was a mistake but you did it on purpose are we still um, talking about this the cbd oil business yes <laughs> uh, okay um, i like this now, last one because i know this happens and that you just plain forgot to order something yeah. Yeah. So if you have, if you've forgotten to order shirts or caps or some fundamental supply, even a supply item like ink or um, patch material, if you're in the embroidery all the time. business. Yeah. Every happens day. all the time. Every day when, when, especially when I was on the phone a lot talking to customers every single day, somebody would call up. I forgot to order this thread. I ordered thread last week. I didn't order any extra white. How did I not order the white thread? It's the most important one. It's 90% of the logo. Um, I forgot to order ink. How quick can I get it in? Um, all the time, it's normal. But the problem is, is now the order is going to be late. Yeah. Right? So, uh, of course, you don't panic. And call and your customer. Maybe they'll be but okay. But also, and your costs are going to go up. Your costs are going to go up because you're, you're going to have to quick ship this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, like if you go back to that list that you're making, that, that response kind of tree that you're making, you know, um, I forgot to order some supply. Um, I just realized it. I won't be able to get it in on time to complete the order unless something happens. What do I do? First, call your supplier, see if there's any way that they can get it to you on time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Second, you have to realize that you're going to invest a little bit of money in um, in shipping or in paying extra to your neighbor that runs an embroidery shop, you know, for some supply, um, you're going to invest a little bit of money there, you know, and, and third, you're going to decide whether or not you're, if you're going to be late, how late and what the communication plan is for the yeah, but there's plenty of things that this this and, and they're forgetting to order has plenty of solutions and it's a good idea to have some plans. If you you do heat transfer vinyl and you forget to order a color, one of your backup plans could be um, Michael's Craft Store in Walmart sell real little rolls of vinyl that are crazy expensive compared to what you pay for it. Right. But you forgot to order the gold and the gold is a small port of the logo, so you can go to Walmart and spend thirty dollars. And get enough gold to fulfill it right yeah. that could be one of your solutions right so so versus people freak out over so many things um that the solution is just looking a, a pen and paper away 
think about and it. How I, can I get vinyl faster? Walmart yeah. sells it. It's I, I hope, it, I hope but, you guys, you know. I hope you guys like understand that this whole podcast is, is designed to keep you from going, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And not have an answer. So all of those situations that you can envision yourself asking that question, you know, these are the answers that we're coming up with. Mark just gave you a great one. You don't have the vinyl in stock. You know, here's what to do. Number one, do they sell it at Walmart? Number two, um, can your supplier get you a small piece faster so you don't have to pay a lot for shipping? You know, number three, is there somebody else that is in the vinyl business in your area that you can drive over and beg to get vinyl from? You know, these are the, these are the, these are the things that you're going to do instead of asking, oh my God, what am I going to do? Yeah, because a lot of the times you you don't have to, the mistake doesn't have to get to your customer's level, yeah. right? You forgot to order the extra large shirt, you know? Um, well, is there an equivalent shirt that you can buy blank locally that maybe the customer might be okay with that you can make ahead of time and then call them and let them know what happened? So now we're talking about contacting the customer, all right? Yep. Um, first of all, I think contacting the customer is, it gets finished, well, by the way, customer, et cetera, CPA, police force, whatever, whatever, whoever the, if you need to reach out to somebody, your supplier, right? Your apparel supplier, your ink supplier, contact somebody ASAP. ASAP means after you've done everything above yeah. that we've mentioned. ASAP you've got your means plan. not 4am. ASAP means not after you beat yourself up. ASAP means not before you have a plan. As soon as possible, uh, means the soonest possible point is after the plan is done and you've got some uh, options. You've written down some ideas that I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. All of these will solve the problem. I'd prefer to do this one. Let me try here first. I'd prefer to do this one. And then, but ultimately you're going to have to contact your customer or whoever it is as soon as possible. And we're really focused on the customer. I think this time, because yeah. your CPA will, if you make mistakes and you're, and you're going to pay your CPA to do more work, they're, they're not going to be mad at you because right. you're giving them more money, <laughs> but your customer yeah. might be upset. So we'll help to solve for some of that. Yeah. And I, I think, I think what Mark said is really important to emphasize. And that's, you know, first part of that, part of what you've decided so far is under what circumstances do you contact your customer? If you can't get what they, they ordered or if you can't deliver on time. Yeah. And, and I would say um, when you're contacting your customer, because you've made any of these mistakes, you don't have to wait for all of the answers necessarily first, right? So what I mean by that is you call up, you've forgotten to order some shirts. You've called your apparel supplier to see if you can order some more of these and how quickly you can get them. And the response maybe is um, that item's been moving really fast. I'm not sure how many we have in stock. Let me see what warehouse it's gonna come out of. I can call you back in, in a couple hours with an answer of if that's going to get to you tomorrow or Thursday, right? Now, if, if it's three o'clock in the afternoon, I, would, I don't know if I'd wait to call my customer yet because a couple hours later, it's, already, it's, it's going into dinner time, you know, and uh, you might not hear an answer till six o'clock. You, you, maybe you don't hear an answer that day, right? right. And now you don't know if you can fulfill so a good idea is to call your customer immediately and start to talk with them about the situation and see 
let the, I might let your order might not be late. It so, might. so I, I would, I would disagree to a certain extent. Okay. And, you know, mostly because I don't want to give the customer the impression. I don't want to needlessly worry them because they don't have a plan okay. for what to do if their shirts don't come in. So, you know, I would want to wait. Now, if it's due the next day, yeah, there's a good chance I'm going completely different story. Yeah, and this is everything situational. With yeah, all. yeah, there, there's a chance that your shirts might not be ready by the end of the day tomorrow. Um, I wanted to reach out to you now and see, you know, um, what kind of problems. That, is, is it okay if it's a little bit late? I'm going to do my best, but I just want to give you a heads up. Yes, I can do all. I can, some of them can be white if you'd yeah. like. You know, I can deliver some of them in white. The red um, might not be here in time. And the reason why I think it's important to make this determination because there's no right answer. I think, Mark, you're 100% right on this because we can go back and forth with 100 scenarios where yeah. it's a good idea. So that's why I wrote specifically, don't wait for all the answers necessarily in parentheses first because it really yeah. depends. But your customer might say to you, "No, oh, it doesn't matter. I actually don't need them till Friday. Yeah, I ordered so them long, in advance because I know yes. I know something was going to happen. Yeah, so as long as you say not going to be late by Friday. Oh no, I'm saying the latest would be would be Thursday, worst case scenario. Cool, I'm not stressed now. I mean, your your whole night is not ruined now, which I think so. It's important to figure out when is a good idea to contact your customer, but do it as soon as reasonably possible because I think if you wait. If you waited for that call, I'm not going to call them until the supplier says they have them or not. Now it's yeah. six o'clock. You didn't hear back from your supplier. You call back. You get the rep on the phone. Oh my gosh, sorry, I've been busy all afternoon. My my uh, wife just had a baby. I didn't even I didn't, I didn't call you. I forgot. In the I was panicking because because I was riding to the hospital. I forgot to call you to tell you I was leaving the office. Right? I mean, these are all scenarios that pile up on top of each other. Right. Now you're calling your customer at eight o'clock in the morning and tell them their order's not going to be there that day. Yeah. When you could have called them at three o'clock the day before and maybe worked something out. Right. So, um, the, the reason that, um, the reason that I mentioned about contacting them as soon as possible too, it kind of has to do with that is, um, uh, your customer, you mentioned Mark, the customer doesn't have a plan. You need to give them some time to react and make a plan. Yeah. If you've given them no time to react and no time to make a plan, you've put them in a worse situation than you could have. Right. And and that that's a really good observation. It may even be helpful if your customer is amenable to it for you to have um, a few ideas ready. Yes. You know, so like, I'm not going to be able to do these shirts, but I do have these in stock that I will give to you at a greatly discounted price and I'll send you in the right shirts. And, and that's why you have the plan first. Yeah. It's because you have the plan of here's five things I can offer my customer. Number one is what I want. Number two is what I want. Second best, third best, fourth best, fifth best. And you go down that line trying to hopefully get as high to the top of that list as possible. Yeah. Which number one is I don't care. I can wait. Right. And number five is um, I'm, I'm going to sue never, you. Yeah, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I'm going to sue you. Um, the most by, by the way, by the way, just to get this out in the open, they're not going to sue you. Yeah, so the most empty threat in the they're, world. They're not. Yeah. Um, it costs so much to sue somebody. 
yeah. you're probably and, not in that big of a business. And that, and that really goes to what you've got down here for number four, and that's be ready for attacks and emotional responses. Yeah, be be just be braced for it because you've listened to this episode and they probably have not. Probably. You, they probably have not statistically. I've done the math. Uh, mainly because their customer is probably not in the custom apparel startup business. Maybe part of their, maybe part of the, um, part of the standard response to all their customers if they have a problem is just to send them a link to this podcast. <laughs> Listen maybe. to this, and then, and then I'm going to call you in an hour. <laughs> no, make it, it work. I think you should try it. I think yes. you should um, send them a free sample of that CDB. Yeah, there you go. And All right, so so really, <laughs> I mean, people are people are going to have a, a range of uh, of reactions, yeah. right? I mean, they're they're either going to be fine or they're going to be disappointed and just make you feel super guilty, mm -hmm. you know, or uh, or they're going to be angry. Yeah, and and you, you just got to be you just yeah. got to be ready. And if this is a repeat customer, you're going to know their reaction right away. Yeah. Right. So you're going to know the people who are going to be cool about it because um, you're going to you get all the responses. Right. You get the mom or dad. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed response. You're going to get the furious screaming name calling response. You're Which could be get, mom and dad, too. Yeah, <laughs> I hope not. Um, you're going to get the um, almost emotionalist response that ends in a ghosting of you in the future. Um, you're going to get the really nice response. You're going to get the sympathetic response. Somebody feels more bad for you than they, than, than they yeah. feel. Oh, gonna... that really sucks for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you're going to get all of these responses. So just be prepared for, you don't know, you might not know where they're going to be. And especially the severity of the situation. I forgot one extra large might be different than, um, your entire order is supposed to be delivered, you know, tomorrow and I can't do it. Right. So, um, Next step is uh, apologize, right? And um, and then we have a little um, uh, a little aside to this, okay? Which is part of the research was how to properly apologize, according to this article I read on Mind, to Mind Tools. Um, and they cited a bunch of psychological research that was really really long names and. Uh, um, it was just too long to put in, in this. This no, sentence is going it. longer than I wanted to, <laughs> but it was good. It was journalistic, uh, journal of psycho, psycholinguistic research type of stuff. And they just talked about, this is the way you apologize that works. Um, number one is uh, express remorse, right? So you're, um, you're actually sorry yep. and you show it, right? First thing is actually being sorry. The worst apologies are when you're not sorry. Um, yeah admit the responsibility, right? So it, you made the mistake, your business made the mistake, you're in charge of resolving it. You don't, you know, you're not blaming them. You're just admitting that, that um, I, I did not order your shirts. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, honestly, I would extend this to if your vendors make a mistake. Yeah. If the, if the wrong shirts come in and you order the right one, you know, in your customer's eyes, it's still your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there's fine. It's fine to be truthful yeah. and say, I ordered white shirts. They sent me blue. Yeah. You know, um, it's, uh, I take responsibility for this. I'm in charge of getting the right shirts in. Um, they, I, I know they sent me the wrong ones, but I'm the one that has to fix this problem. Yeah. 
I'm responsible for it. So, yep. so, uh, it, cause it's, it's not necessarily going to make them any happier that something mistake happened to you, right? You have to yeah. be part of owning and admitting they don't care, responsibility. Really. Don't um, the next make amends. What can you do? What can you agree upon that is a solution to this problem? Because being angry is not a solution to the problem. They yeah. can be angry. Problem still exists. They can stay angry forever at you. They never solve the problem. So how can you solve right. the problem together? Um, and then the last one, which actually I like this, um, is um, promise it won't happen again. That's part of the apology. It kind of closes it up. It okay. says what that says is um, I've learned a lesson. I'm going to take that lesson and apply it to my, my future business dealings. So this problem will not happen again. So, right? so I, I, I like that. I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable with the promise that it won't happen again. I mean, it's just words. Because some I mean, of these you know, are maybe not semantics, are, but I like what, I like what <laughs> yeah. you said though. I like what you said. Hey, you know what? Um, I definitely learned something from this and I've worked it into my order processing from now on um, an extra step yeah. to make sure to ensure this doesn't happen again. Now the folks at the journal of psycholinguistic research would say promise it won't happen again. So we can okay. agree to disagree in what they would do. Sure. But I'm using I, their words to be clear. I, I think, I think science is all, <laughs> no. I think, I think science is not real. <laughs> I prefer to go with my random opinions with your random opinions but random. but really really what it means is that you learned a lesson and you are going to do this again to your customer and and not do it again and really why um why i think it, it is a bit okay to promise it won't happen again is because um if you do properly react to this you're going to build in these things so they should not happen again to this customer right so you print the wrong logo. The way you promise it won't happen again is, is you're going to build in an extra quality control check to the logo print, especially for this customer. You're going to have it. You're going to check it three times for this customer because you made them a promise. It's not going to happen again. I, I, I just thought of a, I just thought of a terrible example. Okay. Let's do it. it it's like, it's like when, when somebody went into the hospital years ago and they, they got the wrong limb operated on or amputated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now, so now doctors come in and they put an X yeah. on the, on the right part of the body. And even like in surgeries, they have the different professionals, like put their initials on, on, on where something was going to happen. Now, do you think that that doctor um, made that mistake again? No, he's not a doctor anymore. Oh, really? I'm going to find that. That's, that's what happened that later. I think, I think it's one of the things like it's in the bylaws. If you remove the wrong leg, Hippocratic oath thing, you need, you need to find, you need to find other work. All right. Well, well um, you promise it won't happen again. You build in things, right? So how do you build in things? Um, you are the, you are the classic person of taking an order on Monday, promising it on Wednesday, knowing that I'm going to order the shirts today. They're going to come in tomorrow. I'm going to work on them all afternoon. I'm going to deliver them Wednesday morning, which is beautiful when everything goes perfectly. But the UPS truck that was delivering your shirts broke down. That happened to me with the, I ordered a new uh, uh, bed frame for my daughter's birthday. And the plan was to have it all set up for her birthday. 
well, um, it was supposed to come on Wednesday. And uh, I got a notification on UPS that it was going to be delayed. And I went onto their website and it actually said technical difficulties on the truck. Truck broke down. Truck broke down, delayed that delivery. That's going to ha- that happens. Shirts were on that truck. Ink was on that truck, right? You know, like things that were needed to be more, more important than a birthday present were needed to be delivered on that truck. I mean, first of all, there's nothing more important than Ella's birthday. Present. <laughs> I mean, let's just get that out there. And secondly, I guarantee that UPS did not promise that would never happen again. That they what? That UPS did not promise that that would never happen again. No, 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 no. Well, UPS did not. They didn't learn anything. They, they did nothing. Um, but we're not talking about UPS because I don't know really much of a choice on what service providers being provided to me um, by there. But I do have a choice to not buy from that store again or not. However, I'm a rational person and said, um, how else were they going to get it to me? Drone. You know, it was not their fault. We do, we do have this, uh, and honestly, like at Coleman and Company, especially, we do go through these conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. UPS was late with my with my delivery. You guys ruined my order. I mean, Coleman and Company shipped shipped the supplies on time. Yeah. UPS's truck broke down. I acknowledge that maybe we should have driven it there ourselves. <laughs> we will but, not say we will not and have not said that and um, i promise we, that ups will do a better job no we we do our best to admit responsibility as often as yeah. can um we have plenty of times had to ship extra things out we've had to expedite shipping on things um yeah, and then and then it even came to the point where especially in 2020 you know ups just told us on their website oh yeah we're not guaranteeing anything yeah, we're not guaranteeing a thing. COVID, you know, uh, things shutting down, prices of everything, things are going in and out. You know, emergencies, uh, uh, storms. We're not promising anything anymore until we decide we feel like it again. I mean, that's actually yeah. what they said. So we we had to, so um, this is a separate thing, but um, we communicated that in advance. It's on the shipping page, yep. in the email. Um, this way, we part of the responsibility that we admit and we address is it's our responsibility to communicate to you that UPS told us this. Absolutely. We did communicate that to you in multiple ways, visually when you were choosing your delivery and physically uh, and, and, and visually when you got your invoice as well on the invoice screen and in your email. So our, our responsibility is communicating that message to you, um, which Hopefully enough people read and saw that they that um, that that helps with that conversation. You know, um, yes, UPS is not delivering on time. That's why we told you those things. So, um, and we have customers that do a good job of this as well um, to let their customers know, hey, we need at least you know um, three days to do production for you because we know that things can happen during production. You know, make sure you order early enough, and then if a customer comes to them. They make sure, oh, can I get a rush order? They start the order off with rush orders mean maybe we will do our best to get it done on time, but we can't. I mean, there's a lot of these conversations that yeah, turn yeah, yeah. into um, a part of the apology later um, or, or honestly prevent an apology from happening. Right. Well, I, I do mm-hmm. like your your the second part of, of this section here on the apology, and that is kind of the... Um, the after the 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 after report, 
you know, of, you know, what, what happened? Like, how was the mistake made? Um, you know, what was the source of the problem? Was it uh, a UPS thing that, that you don't have direct control over? Was it, you know, some, you ordering the wrong part? Was it mm-hmm. you ordering the wrong clothing or somebody shipping you the wrong items? You know, what was the mis- mistake made and what can you do to prevent that from happening next time? Yep. Yep. So after the problem's been resolved, you need to find the source of the problem and do your best to prevent that from happening again. Um, which maybe you don't promise you, you build in an extra day of time for delivering orders. You build mm-hmm. in extra quality control checks. You stop using um, a particular uh, shirt that um, customers complained about the quality of. It's too thin. It's not comfortable. It shrinks, right? If a customer calls up and complain that their shirt shrunk, um, you know, you, you, how do you prevent that next time? If you still want to offer the shirt, you have to warn them ahead of time they shrink by larger. Don't order that shirt again. Order a shirt that is less likely to shrink. You know, you need yeah. to consider all of the solutions so this doesn't happen again because um, if you allow the same mistakes to happen over and over again, you're apologizing over and over again. Eventually, that promise it won't happen again um, was, uh, was really a false promise to the, to the, because you didn't do anything about it. So, so, you know, the, in the, if the source of the problem isn't you or something that you did, let's say it's a vendor that continually doesn't meet their delivery deadlines, or you've, you've picked out a a blank shirt that you normally recommend that stock is inventory is just sporadic all over Mm -hmm. the country. So, so even though your vendor really intends to ship it out on time, you know, uh, Supply just determines that there's not enough, you know, so, so is one of those things, the source of the problem and what can you do to make sure that those kinds of things don't happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. And, and there's, I think that that's, that is the finish of it all after everything, no matter how good it, it ended up, you might, it might've ended up with your customer just loving you and thinking you're great. It might end up with a customer saying, we're never sending you business again, right? It could end up anywhere in that spectrum. But at the end, you've got you've to look at the source of your problem and say, how can I resolve this? And this also needs to not be a panic, um, uh, irrational decision too. Because the, right. the panic might be, um, I'm never buying from there again. Is that going to make things worse for you though? <laughs> You know, right. like, is this, is that, is that actually a solution is having, is having Mark's unforgivable Sears problem that he has where he <laughs> refuses to forgive you Sears. Don't need me to tell, happened you like don't need 30 me to years ago. Um, is that actually better for you? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and because there's a difference between principle and what's better for you. Right. I, I had a friend that refused to shop at a grocery store that was like a mile up the road for one that was like eight miles away for like so too long uh you think any of the any of the people that work there own that company (laughs) you know i mean nobody's the same that cashier like doesn't work there a hundred percent because they because they don't last that long right there you're not like there's not a lot of career people doing that 
Um, That person doesn't even work there anymore. Just go back there. You're making your life worse. So don't make your business work worse with these decisions, but figure figure out sources of the problems. How do you handle it? Um, Also, if your vendor is involved, talk with them about it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and maybe they have some different advice to offer you. Yes. I don't, um, I don't recommend that shirt because that's a harder shirt to get the materials that are make made out of are sparse throughout the world lately. Um, I recommend using this shirt instead. You can get it a lot more regularly. Also it's available in more colors, yeah. you know, but there it's you go. Cost you 50 <laughs> cents more, you know? Um, so now I think we can wrap this up with, um, I, I put a handful of scenarios and maybe, um, Mark will tell you can tell us what you would do. Sure. So um, you can't mm-hmm. deliver a shirt tomorrow, shirts tomorrow, hats, embroidered hats tomorrow. Um, I want to cancel my order. Just cancel it then. Okay. Um, I understand that you're disappointed. Um, is it for an event tomorrow? Because otherwise you're still need, you're still going to need those shirts. And I'm still in a great position to deliver them to you. So how about if we just continue to work together to see if we can't get this order complete in, in at least maybe the second best time frame that I can. Yeah, it, and I like a couple of things you brought up there. Um, you know, immediately just checking the, the urgency of that. Do, do, they, do they physically need them on that day? Yeah. Okay. Um, because you might be dealing with their emotional response of never mind, I don't want it then if you can't deliver it when you promised versus okay, getting to the point of actually don't need them till Friday. Yeah. You know, um, and, and also I like, you know, working together, letting know you can still deliver them on time. And honestly, if they, it's hard to say this because it sounds threatening, but if they try to go somewhere else and get this order done from scratch. Yeah and you wanted it tomorrow, they're probably, it's probably not going to happen. So yeah. do they just I mean, not want the shirts or hats? <clears throat> so, so, and, and that could be something that you could say more nicely, Yeah, you know, like, um, listen, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to do this for you, but honestly, I'm still in the best position to deliver you this order the fastest. You know, mm-hmm. I've already got the graphics and everything. It's a small bump. I, you know, I, I promise I'll get this to you the next available date and and the shirts will be perfect. Now, what if they say to you, um, I want, I want it for free then. No. <laughs> That's it. Just, no. no. I, I would say something like, you know what? I'd, I'd love to be able to do that for you, <clears throat> but you know, I'm, unfortunately I'm in, I'm in business and I just can't, you know, I'm still going to put in the work and the extra work it's going to take <clears throat> to get the shirts in to get the shirts printed um, in an expedited manner more of an expedited manner than I had even planned to begin with. You know, so I can't deliver these for you to, for free. But what I can do is give you a free koozie. Oh, wow. One? You know, or a free hat. You know, like I can do this little set of things that I predetermined that I can do for you. Yeah, and, and I think that goes into the next one. You know, should you offer a discount? Should you offer a, re, a refund? And I would say for the sake of your business, um, I, I don't know that I'd lead with that. Right. Um, gauge your customer and see how they are, um, because not every mistake needs to financially cost you a lot of money. Right. And 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 like I said from the beginning, they might be totally chill and cool about it. Now everyone's going to take the free thing, whether they're chill or not, or the opposite yeah. of chill, um, or they're hot. Everyone will take the free thing. 
So just l- see how it's going. See if you need yeah, to yeah, offer that. Now, Mark, I think you, you you hit it right where it should have been. They, I just want it for free then. You know, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm in business too. I'm in, I'm in business. I'm trying to get things just like you done. You know, a mistake here was made. Um, I can't deliver it to you for free. But I realized you would like some restitution for this trouble and your stress. Um, what I can do is I can do two things for you. I like a couple things because it sounds generous, you know. Um, okay. I can do two things for you on this one order. Um, my embroidery machine is actually not being used for a job because that one, you know, we were able to, we finished early, not to rub it in your face. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you can get a joke in there, I like it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So what I could do, though, is I have some hats. They're black, just like the shirts. I've got a dozen of them. Um, I've got your design. I, I would like to just make you a dozen hats for free. And I normally charge, you know, 20 bucks a piece for those. Um, and yep. then on the next order, um, I will do X, Y, Z. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll like give that. you 10 shirts for free on your next order, too. So I'll give you two things, you know, this one now, this one later. And, um, and, and I mean, honestly, if you can if you can get someone on your side, if you if you make a mistake and a customer stays with you, they will be terrific customers for you. Like they, they've already invested. Oh, yeah. You know, that guy made a mistake. But now now we're good. Yeah, did me right. Yeah. Um. Now, the last last thing we can finish on here is uh, what if you can't resolve this on the first phone call? What if that first phone call ends up with them hanging up on you? You know, um, what are some next steps you could do? Um, I, I mean, I would I would say you stop doing business with people in this tri-state area. Because <laughs> nobody, nobody in the southeast is going to hang up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> The, uh, if, if someone like, look, if, if the, if the person is, is upset, you know, if they, they hang up on you or they, uh, even say something untoward and then hang up on you, then uh, you've got, you've got a choice. And, you know, what I would do is, um, send them an email or possibly leave them a voicemail and, and just, just be understanding and say, Hey, you know, I, I understand that, um, you're disappointed. I can appreciate that. I would be too. Um, so here's what I'd like to do. Leave yep. that message, put it in that email, give them a chance to calm down. Don't yell back at them or don't not respond to them because now you're just, you're just reflecting their behavior. We already agreed earlier on that you're going to be ready for these emotional reactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is the classic example, you know, if you'll, if you look at some of our reviews in the past where we've gotten a negative review, you know, this is, you know, we get people that say bad things, you know, and our response is always, I understand. I'm really sorry you feel that way. You know, I mean, because you are, you did not intentionally piss these people off, right? You, you, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry this happened and that you're that angry, but you know, there are a few things that I'd like to offer you to help make it better. You know, why don't you call me when you're ready to discuss your options? Yeah, I think that's great. Um, and uh, I'm, I also think that um, this is a no right answer scenario. You need to gauge this customer. Um, if you know something about them or a bit about them, it can help you to get, get know what to do. But sometimes it's wait a bit too. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they were really on fire. Um, they didn't want to talk to you anymore. They said, I got, I got to go. I got other things. I don't have time to deal with this, you know, expletive anymore. Um, maybe you would just wait an hour. It's, it's 11 o'clock. Maybe they're hangry. Wait till oh, okay. they've eaten lunch. You know, call them at 1.30 again. So you can wait a little bit of time and call back. And listen, last time, the phone call didn't go as well as I think either of us wanted it to go last time. I just wanted to bring this back up. I still want to solve this problem with you. Um, I've thought of these solutions. Um, what do you say? You know, what do you say we work on it together? You know, I'm, I'm asking you... Email them and let them know that you've decided to just devote your business to the CBD oil niche. Okay. Where no, no I, one will ever cuss at you. And uh, good luck. I, I, I had an audio issue with you there for a moment. Okay. okay. It's this ghost phantom. You could just, you could just laugh. This robot thing that happens around this time of the podcast. So um, I think we've put together a lot of things while Mark checks his cords and distances and all that stuff. Um, We've put together a lot of stuff to really help you get through this. And I just really think it's important to go through the steps. So don't panic. Be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself. Figure out a plan. Then you reach out to your customer or your CPA or whoever it is. Reach out as soon as reasonably possible and try to work it out. Um, Remember to um, apologize in the right way. You know, um, don't blame anybody else. Don't blame them. Don't look for it. You're not necessarily looking for excuses, but that doesn't mean you don't tell them the truth, right? Because um, those things can be can be um, mistaken for each other. So you want to be very, very clear that I am admitting responsibility. Here is the truth of what happened. By the way, I'm admitting responsibility. And that middle that. truth, yeah, it, it might be my vendor didn't send me the thing. It might be the UPS truck broke down. But ultimately, it's my responsibility. I want to make you happy. While I'm waiting for the shirts to come in, I'll make those free hats for you that I mentioned. Um, just just for as an olive branch to say that I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, um, I, I think, um, and, and to have, like, to know in advance. Like, this will, it will give you com- great comfort to write down these scenarios and what your standard responses will be the kinds of things that you'll respond with. So you have a menu of items, you know, what to do when bad things happen. Here's your menu of items on, on what to do. And I think you'll, you'll have a better business because. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, in light of Mark turning into a robot, I think it's time that we end this podcast. And I, first of all, I want to apologize um, for, for that, the way that Mark sounds right now. Um, actually I really, it drives me nuts on a podcast when I'm listening and the audio goes crazy or weird or the volume goes down and then I turn it up and then a minute later, the volume goes back up and it makes me jump out, you know, and feel like I'm going to get into a car act. Um, I, I am the one usually in charge of this podcast. So, um, I make sure that we're set up on time. The notes are gone well. And when things go bad on it, um, it's, you know, I know that it's me. You know, even uh, though I, I'm not at Mark's house, <laughs> I'm, I, but I, but I am going to agree that it is your responsibility. It is I my responsibility. I appreciate that. Um, what we will do is um, next podcast is free. 
<laughs> next podcast. Next podcast. Just that one. <laughs> give away way to give and, away. The- uh, and uh, what what we'll do is um, I'll do, I'm going to do a little bit of research on the software that we use, and uh, when you when you do things that are about this length of time, um, what might cause that sound. So hopefully in the future, um, you guys don't have to hear that again. But well, we great. appreciate okay. you listening. Mark, go ahead. You sound great. Yes, no, no. Yes, yes. Yes, we do appreciate you listening. Um, and I think that's all for this podcast. Yeah, great. Great. Okay. So wrap it up, Mark. Okay. Um, thanks again for listening to the Custom Apparel Startups podcast and listening to my commercial about the fact that uh, Coldesi now carries the Epson F2100 DTG printer by now. Um, this has been Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila, and um, and uh, my little wrap up here is about Coleman and Company, um, ColemanandCompany.com. Um, today we're launching um, about 750 plus SKUs of um, of new apparel online, um, vapor apparel. So uh, when by the time you hear this in the future. Um, this should be live already. So you can go to Coleman and company and search vapor, but we've got those UV sun protection shirts and all that stuff. It's really cool, really nice quality stuff. So you got to check some of it out. It's awesome. You guys um, just have a great business.